Hey guys, we're back for another Thursday. We are the Living with Power Hope podcast, and I am Lena Ebujamra. I love you guys, and I'm glad you came back. Hey, every Thursday we check out these uh, podcasts where I talk about faith, life, and culture, and everything in between, and I try to bring you biblical truth for everyday life. That's what our ministry, Living with Power, is all about. If you want to check us out, go to livingwithpower.org, and hey, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. We are right now in a series called Dear Lena, and this is a fun series for me. You send me questions, and I try to answer them, and basically they can be about anything, and I usually use God's Word. I think I do it every week. I hope I do, and uh, and I give you three bullet points and a means to frame some thoughts about the question. And so uh, we've had some questions about discipleship. We've had some questions and we'll have more about some controversial issues in our culture. And again, try not to fight about these things, but think of them biblically and asking the Holy Spirit and God to lead us in our thought process. And, and if you're looking for a relationship with Christ, or maybe you don't know what you're looking for, but your life seems empty, then hey, you came to the right place. I would love to tell you more about Jesus. So feel free to send me your questions or any needs in your life that you need prayer or help with to dearlina at livingwithpower.org. That's dear L-I-N-A at livingwithpower.org. Are you ready for today's question? Well, I got this one today. Still talking about the local church. Seems like that's a big topic on people's minds. Dear Lena, I feel disconnected from my church. Is it me or is it the state of the American church right now? And, uh, uh, well, that's a great question, and you guys know that I'll tell you a little bit about my story. I mean, I've had some church issues in the past, you can say, and I'm single. I've been in the church since I was born, basically. Grew up in Beirut, Lebanon. My mom came to Jesus when she was in college and, and started taking us to church after she married my father, and he let her basically, you know, he wasn't a regular church-going guy. He was a doctor, worked a lot on Sundays, but she brought us to church for as far back as I can remember. I received Jesus in my heart as a child and never had a season in my life when I wasn't in church. But I eventually joined a mega church that kind of became toxic, and and one thing led to the other. 2013, I left that church, and, and just this last year, I wrote a book about the process of leaving and how it affected my faith. And by God's grace, I am more devoted to Jesus today than ever, but it has been a ride. And if you have read the book, then you know that. And I hope you've enjoyed the book. If you haven't read it yet, then get it. It's called Fractured Faith, Finding Your Way Back to God in an Age of Deconstruction. And uh, many people right now in the United States in particular, I would say, in the West, are struggling with uh, feeling disconnected from the church. Of course, there are some reasons for that. Some of it could be because of COVID. Our church world has changed. Our life has changed in general. But some of it is also because the state of affairs, and specifically I'll talk about the American church, has been uh, troubled. And so there's been some, some underlying rest. It's like my patients who call me and they know something is wrong and you don't always know what it is, but, but there's a problem and we all feel it. And so there's a sense among many Christians, like, and you might be, well, we'll get into it in a second because you might be going to a good church or to a bad church, but there might be legitimate problems. And so, yeah, how do you approach this question? I feel disconnected from my church. Is it me or is it the church? And there's a part of your brain that wants to go on the attack and be like, well, they're not doing this. And I can't believe they haven't said that. And, and uh, man, I wear masks or they don't wear masks or they're insensitive to the, and, and you can make your list of things that you don't like about the church. But, but here, here's how I want to frame the discussion today. Remember that I try to give you three big ideas. And so I want to frame this episode by asking you three questions. They're not really questions uh, that I'm asking you, but they're questions that I'd like you to think about as you think about your relationship to your local church. Mm. All right? Here's the first one. Am I at the right church? I think this is a great, important question. If you're feeling disconnected from your church, I think before you get into any other issue, 
stop and ask, am I at the right church? I think that's a legitimate first question. I mean, maybe you're not. <laughs> maybe the church you're in is not the place that God, maybe your disconnection is, is a place God has been trying to get your attention. Maybe this isn't where I have for you. There's a million churches where we live. And so maybe you're at the wrong church. And so, so, but I'm not talking about you're at a buffet and I really didn't like the beef and broccoli. I really should have gotten the Szechuan chicken. I'm not talking about that because I think there's a lot of that going on in the church world right now. I'm talking about a deeper question. Am I at the right church? So, so here, here's some reflection thoughts on this concept. Am I at the right church? Because that sense of disconnection, I think, is an important sense to stop and say, okay, God, why do I feel disconnected? Let me think through. Let me try to reach a diagnosis. And so now look at the church you're in. If your church does not teach God's word regularly and truthfully, you might be at the wrong church. Your sense of disconnect might be because you're not getting fed the word of God. So I think that's a legitimate question in today's world. The church has split in the United States. Many churches are no longer teaching God's word and truth. And I think a fair question is, is there a regular expository teaching of God's word? You go, man, I don't like expository teaching. I like topical teaching. Is God's word opened and is the preacher going through, not their opinion, like in these podcasts, I'm giving you my thoughts sometimes. We're not doing every week a Bible teaching. This is not the equivalent of a church, but if you're in a church, is there a regular explanation of God's word where you are immersing, not in an opinion of man, not in a political spectacle, but in the teaching of God's word? If not, you might be at the wrong church. Here's a second sub point to am I the right church? If your church does not hold you accountable in your life, you might be at the wrong church. I mean, so you may say, what does it, that even mean? I mean, are, you might say, well, I don't even know anybody at my church. Well, hence, that might be the problem. If you're in a church that doesn't value the importance of interconnectedness, so accountability is basically this idea that you're not in a church in a vacuum. You're in a church in community. The whole point of a church is not a weekly performance where you show up and listen to a great concert and listen to a great speaker. You can go to a concert for that. When we go to church, it is a people, a community of believers who make up the body of Christ, who are pursuing Christ-likeness together. And so if you do not have any sense of accountability in your church, you might be at the wrong church. If you go, well, I've been at my church for 10 years. No one's ever called me and asked me how I was doing. You're at the wrong church. But, but we'll get to the second part of that in a minute. But, but just follow that thought, please, for a minute. Am I at the right church? Are they teaching God's word? Is there a sense of accountability? Here's a third sub-point. If your church is more interested in growing its numbers than in growing in disciples, you might be at the wrong church. Okay, this is, again, it's a, it might take time to answer that question. It might take talking to people and leadership in your church, but if there's a greater emphasis on growing the size of your church than in growing the depth of discipleship, you might be at the wrong church. And so there's been a lot of havoc in churches in the last 10 years, so that a lot of churches that have been more interested in growing in numbers have kind of revealed toxic leadership, and we've seen this model play out in the United States, and it has not been helpful. And so there has to be an awareness among us the sheep in a church to wake up and ask these questions. They're good questions. Now, that's the first diagnostic question. Am I the right church? If you feel disconnected from your church, is it me or is it the church? Maybe it's the church. So let's explore that. Here's a second idea. Now let's put the flashlight on me. Not just am I at the right church. Here's a second diagnostic question. Am I invested enough in my church? Okay, because part of the problem, if you feel disconnected, is that you really are disconnected. (laughs) right? I mean, I'm single. Like, I get it. 
I mean, you can come into church in the back row, and I am a back row prefer- preference person, and you can leave and never talk to anybody, and you got to own some of that. I own some of that. I own a lot of it. I'm not saying it's good, but when you feel disconnected, there has to be this truthful question answered. Am I invested enough in my church? We are disconnected in our attendance. That's one way we are disconnected when we're too busy for church. If you're going once every two months, yeah, you're going to feel disconnected. How in the world are you going to be connected? I mean, if you went to the gym once every two months and you wonder why you're not losing weight, why you're not keeping the weight off, well, you're not showing up. And so same thing applies. We're disconnected in our attendance when we're too busy to attend. We are disconnected in our engagement because we want to protect ourselves. Honestly, a lot of times we show up and sit in the back and leave because we've been burned before. And I, again, I wrote a, the book about that. And so you become an expert at protecting your heart. And one of the ways you do it is you just don't become vulnerable with other people because they've hurt you before. They could hurt you again. But no wonder you feel disconnected from your church. Are you invested enough to say, okay, God, I know I've been hurt before, but I'm going to give this as another chance because the church is Christ's idea. It's God's idea. It's not our idea. We're not going to church to check off a box, but because it's good for us and, and because we're part of it. We're not even going to church. We are the church. And so there's a sense of, of mandatory community when you're part of the body of Christ. And so when you just don't show up or you show up very, very intermittently or you show up very disengaged, it's like you're like, you're, you're just, I don't even, I mean, it's like we all want to be the appendix, but it doesn't work this way. You know, you're like, the appendix can come, can go, it doesn't matter, and, but it matters. And we're not the appendix, we're the finger, and we're the toes, and we're the heart, and we're the leg, and we're the arm, and we, we're part of the body of Christ. And so uh, are you disconnected in your engagement because you want to protect yourself? And you're like, nobody look at me, I'm here in the corner, just leave me alone. Well, yeah, you're disconnected. And so we're disconnected in attendance and in engagement, but also we can be disconnected in our expectations because of past disappointments. And so many of us, we've developed these unrealistic expectations about the church, either too high or too low. Sometimes it's too high. Like we want the church to meet our every need and we're so disappointed when I always joke that I come in and come out and no one ever talks to me. But honestly, guys, if I'm being honest with you, I don't give people enough of a chance to talk to me. I make no eye contact. I'm, you know, I used to be grateful for the mask because I was like, I have my mask on. I don't even have to talk to anybody. And I could, I walk out so quickly, no one has a chance. Like they would have to accost me in order to stop me to talk to me. Nobody wants to do that. And so what are your expectations in church? Are they realistic? And are you willing then to pursue those expectations if you expect that they would get to know you? Are you putting yourself in a place where you are able to be known? That's like the single person who hasn't gotten married yet, uh, quote unquote, me. But like if you're never out there trying to date somebody, you're not on a website, you're not doing it. I mean, how are you going to get married? I mean, you're like, well, uh, sky is going to drop a guy into my, well, sure, it could happen. And you could magically become involved in your church without any effort, but Reality is that it takes some effort to make a friendship. And so am I at the right church? Number one. Number two, am I invested enough in my church? And then here's a third concept when you feel disconnected from your church. Am I praying enough for my church? Am I prayerful enough for my church? Are you praying for your church? Because the truth is we are better at critiquing the church than we are at at praying for the church. Or we can make lists of reasons why our church has failed us. But but when was the last time you really knelt before God and prayed for your local church, for your pastor, for your elders? And maybe you are, I'm not saying, I mean, this is, and then you have to go back and ask, well, then am I at the right church? And so we are better at critiquing than at praying. Number two, we are better at leaving the church than at persevering with the church. 
the prayer concept involves perseverance. We persevere in prayer. I mean, you got to continue to pray. Remember the, the widow and the judge, like she kept knocking and Jesus commended that in a parable. Like you got to keep praying for your church and you pray that God gives you a chance to serve. You pray that God puts you in the right place of service. You pray patiently that if they don't see a space for you, for your giftedness, that God will open up a place for you to serve. You persevere with your church. You don't just go, I'm going to throw out the baby with the bathwater. I'm leaving this church and then God help me if I ever go to another one again. Or you just start to church hop or you do what I've done before where I sit in the back and dare anybody to talk to me ever again. And so are you praying, persevering? You can't pray for the church and not love the church. It's like praying for your enemies sometimes. Like you can't pray for someone and not develop some, some compassion at least for them. And so, and, and so I think God will answer those prayers as opposed to when we leave and go, God help that church. I don't want to be a part of it. And then lastly here, am I praying enough for my church? We are better at justifying our absence and lack of involvement than we are in digging in and changing the status quo. You, you know, that's the truth. We are really good. We have become really good at justifying our absence from church and our lack of involvement. Like we have a list long why we don't want to be involved, why we are okay being absent and uninvolved. But uh, the opposite of that is to dig in and change the status quo. Uh, what are you going to make 2022 to be? Are you going to be willing to do the work it takes Maybe you ask the question, am I at the right church? And you go, yep, it's biblical. Yep, they want to be involved in my life if I would just let them. And no, they actually are more vested in me than in growing numbers. Well, then you're at the right church. Secondly, am I invested? And by the way, by the way, I, this isn't all inclusive. I get there's structures and ways and, you know, is there integrity and, and on and on. I mean, I'm a, but, but just big picture here, all right? Number two, am I invested enough in my church? Are you rolling your sleeves up and investing yourself? And thirdly, am I praying enough for my church? Am I prayerful for my church? And maybe this season, that's all God wants you to do is to pray. God, is this the right church for me? God, do you want me to go somewhere else where I can be of service? Maybe there is no need for your service in that church and you're sick of waiting for them. Maybe, maybe you need to find another church and that's not the end of the world. But, but will you do it right and biblically when it's time to change? Listen, change is hard, period. And I think one of the curses of the COVID culture is that it's given us a way to hide. We don't have to show up. If we don't want to go, we can just always blame it on, well, I'm watching on the internet. But uh, only you and God know the truth. And so, and, and listen, only you are going to hurt yourself by not, I mean, the, the point of going to church, it's not like anybody's waiting going, oh, is Lena going to be at church this Sunday? Honestly, the only one who really cares is my nephew, Sam. Maybe my sister a little bit. And, well, actually, my nephew Ben too. I mean, they call me and be like, "If you're not coming to church, like, like I can't skip because they're looking for me, right?" So now I'm I'm in church on Sunday, but am I really in church? And and I think these are challenging questions. I I I as an independent single person who's been wounded by the church, I'm not speaking from a place of success. I'm just speaking to you from a place from my heart. I still believe in the local church. I still believe it is the place God has put for us in this earth to grow and to become rooted in his word and to see him work. And so if you're struggling with the church, first of all, allow me to send you my book, Fractured Faith. Email me at dearlina at livingwithpower.org as we wrap up this podcast today. I will send you a copy of my book for free. Secondly, if you are looking, uh, by the way, there's a Bible study uh, on this book on Right Now Media. You're, it's free on Right Now Media if your church is a part of that. Maybe that's one way to, to get your church engaged. Tell them, man, let's do this Bible study and try to help people who have felt disengaged from the church. And, and, uh, and if you just need to process these questions, then you do that and ask God to help you see clearly the problem when you feel disconnected from your church. If you've got more questions for me, why don't you send them to dearlina at livingwithpower.org. I would love to try to answer them. Uh, we'll move on to some controversy next week, I hope. 
In the meantime, I don't think these are controversial questions. I think these are bread and butter discipleship, real life questions of how do we grow in Christ as a Christian? And uh, the answers are in God's words. I hope you're reading it. I hope you are in his uh, presence even more. And uh, hey, as you spend this day, uh, ask God to reveal himself to you in a fresh way. I love you guys. Know that I'm here for you. We've got tons of resources for you. I'm inviting you to Thursday Night Bible Study live on Facebook. Check everything out at livingwithpower.org. And don't forget to tell your friends about this podcast if you found it helpful. And have a great day. I love you guys. Take care.